Welcome to the Cam and T Podcast, the ultimate destination for all sports and popular culture. I am your co-host, Tony West. And I'm your co-host, Cam. I'm thrilled to be your guide through the exhilarating intersection of sports and the entertainment world. For the latest game-changing moments on the field, even into the hottest trends of music, movies, and more, we've got you covered. Each episode, we finna dive into the thrilling highlights, untold stories, and the captivating behind-the-scenes secrets that make both sports and pop culture so irresistible. So whether you're a sports fanatic, a popular culture guy, or somewhere in between, get in and join us on this adrenaline-pumping journey through the best of both worlds. This is the Cam and T Podcast. Let's enjoy the action. What is up, everybody? It's your boys, Cam and T, back on the Cam and T podcast, the first episode of the year, man. If y'all haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to us, follow us, man. And we happy to be back, man. Like I said, it's your boy, Tony T. Tom West, and we have our other host, Cam. Happy New Year's, brother. Happy holidays. How you doing, my boy? Chilling, bro. Chilling, man. Happy New Year's, man. Happy New Year's. Glad to be back with all y'all, man. For yes, sure. Uh, yeah, same man. It, it kind of felt weird last Tuesday when I was like didn't have nothing to do. I was like, dang, like, I'm so used to being like <laughs> on the podcast right. talking with Cam and stuff like that. So it was kind of weird, but it was definitely a needed break though, just to kind of just relax a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The whole uh week, man, just went by so quick. It did. I took yeah. I took the whole week out. I don't know if you did too, but I, I had a few whole... days off, yeah, in the past couple of days, yeah. I took the whole week off and it went by quick. It still wasn't enough, man. Yeah, that's how it be, man. Fact, today, today was my first day working since before uh before Christmas. Mm, yeah, since since that Thursday before Christmas, so it it been almost two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up, man. Well, again, man, we got a fun show for y'all, man. It's going to be a good one. First episode of 2024, man. We're extremely excited about this year, man. We're going to have a really good year. We're going to continue to grow the, the podcast platform. And if y'all could, just share this out to everybody. Retweet us on Twitter, man. Um, follow the page on all platforms, man. And we're going to have some fun tonight, man. Um, so, Cam, we're going to talk about the college football championship games, college football playoff games. Last night, we had a Really, two really, really good games, man. Alabama, Michigan, we'll talk about that. And then T, uh, Washington and Texas, we'll talk about those games. We'll talk, I, I, we might put a little Clemson in there because they played a pretty good game, too, the other day ago. Uh, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. We'll jump into the NFL. Lamar Jackson, your boy, going crazy right now. Is he quarterbacky enough at this point? It's <laughs> what we are asking. Is he quarterbacky enough? Is he you quarterbacky know, you know. enough? Um, <laughs> But yeah, we'll talk about that. David Tepper in hot water again. Just got to pay. Just actually just came out a couple minutes ago that he had to pay three hundred thousand dollars in fines for throwing a drink. Just a whole bunch of mess going on. So should be a fun episode. I'm extremely excited. And yeah, man, let's just go ahead and jump right into it, man. And like I said, if you're tuning in from YouTube, we appreciate you. If you're tuning in from Twitter, you can comment on here as well because now we can actually see your comments from from Twitter as well. That's a new thing that they just started. And yeah, oh, for real. Yeah, they just started that uh, this week, actually today, I think. Okay, word, word. Yeah, so if you're on Twitter, you can actually comment on here, and we can actually see you now um, in the post. So that's great. So let's go ahead and talk about the first college football playoff game of the day. I'm just going to give a a quick rundown of kind of 
what took place. I thought it was a really, really good game. I, I was actually pretty impressed with what Michigan did. I thought Michigan played very well, especially in the fourth quarter. And I honestly thought they were going to get boat raced. And they held their own, man. I'm not going to mm-hmm. lie. Um, so I was impressed with kind of what they did. But in that game, they did beat almighty Alabama 27-20 to 20, um, in a really good game in overtime. Uh, you know, Jalen Jalen Milro, you know, last play of the game, didn't get in the end zone. Um, JJ McCarthy had 17 for 27, 221 yards, three touchdowns, really was clutching the fourth quarter. Blake Corum, really effective in this game, 19 carries, 83 yards, one touchdown, which really put the game in, you know, away. His touchdown in overtime. Uh, Roman Wilson, four catches for 73 yards and a touchdown. Also, as well, I don't know if you've seen that. Uh, I think his name Tyler Morris. God, that boy fast. He had that big touchdown for 38 yards. Um, and Michigan's defense really was the catalyst of this game, man. Yeah. Um, their star linebacker, Junior Collison, 10 tackles. He played amazing. Um, number 55, I think his name is uh God, I think his name. Is it is it Braden McGregor or something like that? He was from out in, in California, so that was like a homecoming game for him, and he played amazing. Um, he had two sacks and they were in pivotal times. Oh, we seeing mm-hmm. some Twitter comments now. I don't know if you see it, but we see y'all's Twitter comments now. So that's definitely what's up. So we can oh, yeah. those now. Yeah. But anyway, a, a tremendous game by Michigan. But I wanted to get your thoughts on the game, man. What did you think about the game? Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, man, uh, I want to say congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines. Um, you're welcome as well. Cause I kind of jinxed y'all boys. <laughs> during the game because I told him in the third quarter, I said, Michigan ain't going to score no more points. And they I had, seen that. Was, yeah, I did see your this, tweet. Yeah, yeah. This, this was when they had – this was the when the score was 13 to 10, and I mm-hmm. said Alabama was going to score uh, two more touchdowns in the fourth quarter because I felt like this that's what would have happened to the Michigan teams in the past. You see yeah. what I'm saying? They would have stalled out. So I just figured it was going to happen again. But they proved me wrong. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we talked about it earlier – this year, or, or excuse me, last year now, but on the pod, um, when when we talked about Michigan and we said that Michigan needed to make it to the national championship for this season to mean something, because the last two years in the college football playoff they've been bounced in the yeah. first round, you know what I'm saying? Um, and they've always been good. They've always been in the mix for the Big Ten, um, but this year really needed to be that year. And I was watching the uh. The little interview that they did before the game with with uh with Jim Harbaugh and he was saying that the first year they were just happy to make it. Yeah. All right. Last year they had expectations, but they didn't reach those expectations. And he said this year was pretty much do or die. You know what I'm saying? So and they've made it, but now they actually now you coming in, I assume that they'll be um favored to win this game against Washington. I think they already are. I think they're like a four point favorite as early yeah. as is this morning, I think. It yeah. might have went down, but I thought it was four points. But go ahead. Yeah, and, and the game is, what, Monday, right? Monday, yeah. Yeah, and I figured they'd be a, a favorite coming into this game. So they need to um, they need to win, to be real with you. But um, but it was a good win over Alabama. That was a statement win for the program um, and really uh, a, a, a strong win in this college football playoff. And then yeah. uh, how did you feel? about the game and then uh also how did you feel about really i guess just the playoffs as a whole this year yeah man um as far as the game i kind of give my piece on the game and then answer the second part of your question man i honestly thought you know 
Um, it was, you know, I was impressed with what Michigan did. Like, like I said earlier, I thought Michigan showed, okay, we belong here. Like we're yeah. not just here because we're cheating or whatever the case may be are still in signs. Like we actually belong here. And I think they showed that. Um, I was just talking about this on what day was that, you know, during Christmas time, all my days are just kind of running together, but I think it was Saturday because Penn state was getting waxed by Ole Miss and um, Ohio state had just got waxed the night before by Missouri. And I was mm-hmm. saying, bro, if Penn state, if, if Michigan goes and gets routed by, you know, Alabama, we're going to have to have a real conversation about the big 10. Mm-hmm. And I think, Yesterday, they really showed we deserve to be here. We're good enough to win a national title. And they earned my respect yesterday. I'm not going to lie because I was one of them kind of like, they ain't played nobody. I'm not really worried about them. They only play two games a year, Penn State and Ohio State. And that's kind of the way I've always looked at Michigan, to be honest with you. But now they've really earned my respect by going down, knocking off Bama, and pretty much a 50-50 split home game. I mean, it was it was pretty 50-50 as it can get, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't like it was like, oh, 60, 70, 80% Michigan. No, it was it was split atmosphere there in Pasadena yesterday. So I think for me at least, um, I thought that, you know, they did a really good job. I thought they played very well. I'm still not a J.J. McCarthy believer to this day. I'll say it again. They won that game. He made some important plays in that game, but he was not the reason they won that game. People are making mm. it seem like he's the reason they won that game. He's not. He's mm. not. He made plays, of course. Yeah, I'll give him that. But I still need to see. He's a – Cam, you know what J.J. McCarthy is? He's a better, more, a little bit more polished per, uh, uh, polished version of, Cam, of K. Klubnik. That's what he is. He's a more polished – he's a more polished – I'm serious. He's a more polished – version of K Clubnik. Mm-hmm. If you want K Clubnik to reach his full potential, that's what it's going to look like. To me, is JJ McCarthy. I think they both kind of in that same realm of just average college quarterbacks. They're not going to be great. They're not going to be good. They're just average. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way I look at it. Once again, you can agree to disagree or whatever the case may be, but I just kind of think that's what JJ McCarthy is. He's an average quarterback. Yeah. And um I, I thought but I will say this, in the end of the game, he did make plays. I won't mm-hmm. lie, in the fourth quarter, he made a lot of good plays for them to put them over the top. As far as Bama, because I want to jump into them a little bit too. I'm going to say something that's going to be unpopular, all right? And it, it might get me called some names, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't think Jalen Milrow can read defenses, bro. I'm sorry. Ooh. I'm sorry. I, I, and I'm being straight up honest, bro. Me and my dad was having this conversation last night. I don't think Jalen Milrow can read defenses, bro. And I'm not, that's that's not me, you know, because it's a stigma. I don't even like saying that because it's a stigma against, you know, African-American Black quarterbacks. quarterbacks. But with yeah. Jalen Milrow, I think it's the truth. Like, I'm just being, and not saying he can't learn. He can learn. Like, it's, it's, it's a learnable, teachable thing. But when you look at the film and you look at the tape, because I watched the game a little bit back again today, there were times where there were guys running wide open. And Jalen Milrow was so dear in the headlights, he didn't even know what was going on. He looked confused. All of that. I'm going to be honest, bro. I know Bill O'Brien got a lot of slack last week. I don't know, bro. I, I'm not, <laughs> I've been, you, Cam, me and you've had this conversation off camera. I told you, I like Jalen Milrow. I really wish him nothing but the best. But I don't, I don't know if he's like an NFL caliber quarterback. I'm being straight up with you. Like, I don't. Yeah. To me, 
He's a guy that is very athletic and that can run the ball and has a beautiful arm. That's it. I, I mean, that's just really what it is. And I think last yesterday, when you seen a real defense come up on him, he struggled. Now against Georgia, because people are gonna say, "Oh, well, he played against Georgia." Georgia's defense has had, I would say, like two steps down from what they usually are. Like the last two seasons before, they were elite, elite. I don't even mm-hmm. think Georgia ranked in the top ten in defense at all this season. Um, so again, I'm not trying to slander and say Jalen Milrow should be a running back. I'm not saying that, but I am a little concerned about his ability to read defenses. I would be sitting up here lying if I said I trust the way he runs. I'm gonna be honest, I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure that out because there were times where guys were running completely wide open and he he didn't make he didn't make it happen. I mean, yes. just being honest. Now, a lot of that could be because of the pressure that the O-line was giving up. The O-line was giving it up yesterday. I think he got sacked six times. Um, So that also could have been a thing. But to me, I am a little bit concerned about Jalen Milrow as far as reading defenses, being able to read defenses. Because when I watched the tape back again this morning, that seems to be a problem. Like, I'm I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest. And I'm not trying to be, like, again, a coon. I know a lot of people going to say, you coon. I'm not. I'm just being honest, like, factual. I am yeah. a little worried about that. But that's how I feel about that. Um, I thought the play call at the end of the game was horrible, um, mm-hmm. just to be quite frankly honest. Um, and then really just to go even further, man, I, I, I personally, as far as the playoffs in general, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought both games were amazing. And we'll jump into the next game in a minute. But both games, to me, were absolutely amazing. I enjoyed all of them. And to be honest, man, I'm going to say another thing that might be unpopular, not might not. I think the national championship game should be at the Rose Bowl every single year, bro. I seen Curb Herstreet talking about that yesterday. And I'm like, bro, I agree. Like the national championship game should be at the Rose Bowl every single year, Monday night at the Rose Bowl. Because it's every time we see a game in that stadium, it always seems to be elite. When have yeah. we seen, we seen a bad Rose Bowl in like a while? Yeah. I mean, it's always an elite game, so I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind the national championship just permanently being at the Rose Bowl every single season. I wouldn't be mad at it at all. Where but, Where is it this year? Uh, It's in Houston. Well, uh, that's it's, what, it's not a uh, – they don't do it as a bowl, right? It's just a national championship game. That's yeah, it's it's an, I, think it's, yeah I think it's just a national See, championship. See, I thought, I thought they used to do it to where – I know the BCS did it a certain way, but I thought – um. What's it called? I know back in the day they used to, if you was uh like number one, and you played in the bowl game, whatever bowl game was, that was the national championship. See, I thought the playoffs did it to where they cycled through the New York Six or not New York New Year's Six bowl games. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To where, so like this weekend was what Sugar Bowl and Rose Bowl, right? In yeah. the uh, playoffs, mm-hmm. and then the championship game would be something like the Orange Bowl. Or the cotton, not the cotton bowl, but um the fiesta bowl or something yeah. like that. You see what I'm saying? That's what I thought it used to be, but um I guess not. Um, but I agree though. I think the Rose Bowl, they should just call the Rose Bowl the national championship. Just yeah, do it like that. That'd be just nice. Like yeah, that. I'm, cool. I'm cool with that. Yeah, cool. I'll be cool well, with that. So that's kind of how I felt about it. But again, man, um, and I, I actually want to get a goat some love. Nick Saban, I still think this was his best coaching job. Really of all time. Coming into this year, I thought Alabama was going to win nine games, bro. Straight up. <laughs> I thought it was going to go nine and three, you know, 
and I thought Milro was going to be terrible the whole entire year. And, yeah, I thought they were going to be bad. And I have to give Nick Saban credit. He coached his team up, and I thought they played really well the whole entire year, especially after that UCF game, that USF game, excuse me. I thought they played well. So I yeah. want to give Nick Saban some love because I feel like this is his best coaching job of all his coaching jobs yeah. he's ever done. Um, and I think that's why a lot of Bama fans – are not furious because I don't even think they really expected to be here. They normally are, but like, I didn't, I didn't think they were going to be here in, in August, like mm. to be honest with you. Um, and they got there. So I got to give them credit. I think Bama's going to be probably back again next year, especially with the 12 team playoff. I'm pretty sure they'll be back again next year. Oh, they in there next year. Yeah. 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 yeah man. George locks. almost probably locks. Um, mm -hmm. they lost next year, so yeah. I mean, that's just how I feel about it, but we'll see. But, um, mm -hmm. that's kind of how I feel about that game, man. I wanted to get your um, I wanted to get your take on um, before we move on to the next game, I wanted to get your take on Jalen Milrow and what I said about, yeah, bro. How do you feel about that? Because I know we and we both support black quarterbacks. Let, let me make this clear. Yeah. This is not to down like Jalen Milrow. I'm just saying I am a little concerned that he can't read offense or defense. I'm being honest. <laughs> but I want to know yeah. how you feel about that because I know you're a big proponent of – and we both are of supporting yeah. black quarterbacks. Yeah. I think, um, like you said, he can learn. He can yeah, still, it's something it's he can still, learn. Yeah. yeah. It's still time to learn. Um, I don't know. When I watched the game, I, I feel like it was – I don't know if it's not necessarily that he can't read a defense, but it didn't – he didn't – he just didn't perform as well as you expected him to perform like mm -hmm. he'd been doing, you know, in, in later on in the season. You see what I'm saying? Right. But it could be very well because Michigan's defense is really good. Legit. You know right. what I mean? Um, And that could have been – well, that was probably the best defense he faced all year, right? It is, by far. Yeah. I mean, I think they're ranked number – I think Penn State had the number one defense, and I think Michigan was number two. I think Ohio State was three and Clemson was four. So yeah. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. Like it, I think he just faced a really good defense, a lot of NFL talent yeah. uh coming off that defense. So I just think um I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's really tough to say at this point in time. Um he's coming back next year. Yeah. Um, so if he can't do it next year, then you know what I'm saying? I, we definitely gonna have to have those discussions like Okay, is this gonna be able to translate to the next level? Because after what you've seen in that game, man, if he, you know, if he came out this year, you you looking at a day two at yeah. best, yeah, at best. You know what I'm saying? Um, but he coming back one more year. We'll see if he can improve his stock to get in there uh, day one. But yeah, as far as it as as what he was doing against that Michigan defense, it just didn't look that good. So I'm not mad at the take at all, to be honest with you, because like you said. That Michigan defense is the closest thing that he's gonna see to the NFL. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And um, so he gonna have to he gonna have to learn, he gonna have to get in the lab. Um, and like he like like they were saying on ESPN, he gonna have to let a naysayer know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he gonna, he gonna, bro, hold on, let's do let's do for a little bit. That naysayer thing is crazy, bro. That's funny. Bro, when I seen uh, Reese Davis, I, I thought he was about to let it slip, bro. I'm not oh, going to hold no. it. I thought he was about to say, let up, you know. Yeah. No, I was about to say, we started out 2024 crazy, ain't like we? This? <laughs> I, I really did thought he was about to say that, though. But, yeah, man, uh, crazy. When I, seen, when I seen that clip, bro, they was sitting there. <laughs> 
Bruh, they was sitting there cracking the way, up. Uh, bruh. Did you see the way uh Pat McAfee looked at him? <laughs> yeah. Like, Pat McAfee was like, Yeah, oh, man, that was crazy. He was about to let I mean he like like uh like Joey said he was way too smooth with it, man. He, yeah, he yeah. he it sound, I thought it was about to just roll off the tongue, bro. Yeah, uh, like that. What, what show is that with Delroy Lindo where he tell them boys to go ahead and say it? Say the word that you want oh, to say. Yeah, That's what yeah. I thought. Oh, he yeah. was like, I said which I thought he was yeah. gonna go like that. Bro. I thought it was too, bro. That jump was crazy. I seen, I said, man, what? But anyway, yeah. let's go back That's to the funny. football. <laughs> Baby, say no is crazy. I ain't gonna lie. Um, but let's talk about the next college football playoff game we watched last night. Washington versus Texas, man. Another yeah. really, really good one. Washington gets the dub 37 to 31. Michael Phoenix Jr. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's incredible, bro. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um 28, uh, 29 for 38, 430 yards. Two touchdowns. I mean, he was tremendous, bro. Um, the wide receivers. I mean, golly, Roma yeah. Dunze six catches for 125 yards. Uh, Jalen Polk had a tremendous game. Five catches for 122 yards and a touchdown. Jack Westover, who's the tight end, he even had a good game. Six catches for 59 yards, and then Jalen McMillan also tagged in for five receptions and 58 yards and a touchdown. Um, they, I mean. Obviously, man, that wide receiver course is they loaded. They are. I mean, it's loaded, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't seen a wide receiver core that good since it's been a minute, bro. I mm-hmm. would probably say Ohio State last year, year before when they had Chris Olave, all them boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't seen a wide receiver core like that since then, for real. Yeah, because them boys right there was. They, yeah, they 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 on that level. I would say they yeah. on that level with Ohio State and uh, Alabama when yeah. they had uh, Smith Waddle. Yeah. And I wanted to be on record too. We can go back and pull the archives. Who was on Washington in the summer, bro? Yeah, was it was you. Wa- I was on. Wa- was I've you. been talking about Washington since summer. I said, bro, watch out for this Washington team. And now let me see. Let me day. see if I can pull that up. Let me see if they I can pull that up. Try to see if you can find it. It's somewhere out here though. But I've been Pre-season. talking about them for 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 since the beginning of the season, bro. And now right. they in the natty. So, so like I said, man, I, I seen it though because I knew Washington had the weapons. I knew they had the quarterback. I knew they had, you know, I knew they had it all. The defense is loaded. They yeah. got good corners. I like that Muhammad kid. He's really good at corner. I knew they had everything they needed to win a, a, a championship. Yeah. And I knew the Pac-12 was going to be good this year. That's another thing I called out this season. And lo and behold, man, we got Washington and Michigan in the championship. Now, granted, I will admit, I have doubted Washington several times. I, You know, you've been here, man. I, I've, I've doubted them a couple games. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. they've always showed up. And made plays and made it happen. And Michael Finnis Jr., man, I'm not gonna lie, bro. He's balling, man. He's looking yeah. really good. I know a lot of people love Jaden Daniels and, and Caleb Williams and Drake May, but I'm telling you, man, I think this guy is right up there with them guys, man, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I think he's a talented quarterback. I, I was telling a Falcon fan last night, y'all need to be getting him. He's tough, man. Yeah, and, you know, I'm gonna be honest, man. I think Michael Phoenix Jr. is gonna have a great career in the NFL, and and I'm telling you now, man, I, I'm excited about what 
you know, that game is going to look like next Monday, which I guess we'll jump into next because we need to make a prediction because we won't have a podcast till after the, uh, the game. True. Um, yeah, you're right. So, you know, again, man, I'm really – I was really impressed with what Washington did yesterday offensively. I mean, it was tremendous. Now, I do want to see what's going to happen with Dylan Johnson. They running back because he did get hurt. But, yeah, Cam, how did you feel about, you know, Washington as far? Because I know me and you actually, you said you fell asleep too. I watched it <laughs> yeah. back this morning because I fell asleep as well. I fell asleep right after yeah. halftime. I, I'll keep it 100. But I yeah. went back and watched it again this morning. And, you know, I seen it. I was like, man, that was a great game. Um, yeah. So how did you feel about, you know what I'm saying, the game as well, at least of what you've seen? Yeah, I thought uh, – I mean, I thought both teams was playing pretty good yeah. uh, for a minute there. Um, I did, uh, Real quick, I did want to bring up – so you had in the preseason top 25, I found it. You had Washington at ninth, mm-hmm. um, which was which was higher than where I had them. I had them at 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also was high on Texas. You had Texas at 12. Yep. And I, I didn't have them ranked, remember. So um, – so yeah, so you you called it out earlier, but yeah, um, but as far as the game goes, like I said before, I fell asleep though. I thought it was good, man. I thought um, it was. Yeah, I I really enjoyed seeing what the college football playoff could look like without the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you know what I'm saying? There's two good teams really battling it out. Um, two teams that I thought definitely should have made it because of how they how well they played throughout the year, and they showed that uh last night that they proved that they deserve to be there for sure. Um, as far as Washington goes, like you said, I woke up, I seen a couple of clips on Twitter, but Michael Penis was just drawing dives all across the field. Like they say he was absolutely tremendous last he night. Was electric, bro. So shout out to him. I'm glad he made himself some money, um, going to the NFL. Um, I seen a couple people compare him to Michael Vick. I think that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't get that. I, I, don't, I, I, I get now, Michael Irvin said that um, the way that the ball jumps off his arm is comparable to Vic, which I can kind of see that. But again, really the only reason why you would compare them to is because they black. Black and handed. That's yeah, it. Yeah, that's it. And so, um, but he did look good, though. Um, and that's no disrespect to Vic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just they two different t- uh, quarterbacks. But, mm-hmm. uh, but he looked great last night. And like you said, you told me about the wide receiving core earlier in the season. You said them boys got it like that, and it's clear that they do. All three of those guys that you mentioned earlier going to be playing on Sundays. So um, that's going to be real nice to see. Um, as far as Texas goes, one thing that I thought was really interesting and kind of weird is they kept talking about putting Archie, Arch Manning in the game. Yeah, I thought and it I was so – yeah, I'll let I you finish. But, yeah, I didn't – I yeah. don't know. I didn't get that. I just thought that was so weird, odd, and – Unnecessary at the time, and honestly, you know what I'm saying disrespectful for real. Disrespectful, we're gonna be, yeah. We're gonna be because honest. I'll let you go ahead and finish though. Because Quinn Ewers, I mean, he got you there the whole season. You know what I'm saying? He missed how many games? He missed two. I think two. He missed yeah. two games, and then obviously Malik Murphy stepped up and, and played very well. But Quinn Ewers got you there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Quinn Ewers had a chance to get you there last season if he didn't get hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he said that he was coming back next season. If I'm not mistaken, right? So it just to me, it just don't make sense um to even consider putting Archie in the game. I don't understand what that was about at all. Cause it wasn't like he I mean he ain't seen game action all year, if I'm not correct. If I'm not mistaken, seen like right? a few snaps in games where they were blowing teams out, but like not no serious snaps. No. So how was he how was they expecting him to come into the game against a top team in Washington? 
I mean, literally, they was the number two team in the country. That's your first test in a playoff game? What you thought? You thought you was getting Peyton Manning? No. this. I mean, this kid, he's a kid. He's he's a rookie. I mean, yeah. a, a freshman. He wasn't going to come in there. He wasn't going to do nothing different than what Quinn Ewers was already doing. And, in fact, he probably was going to play a lot worse. Yeah. That would be his, his first real action. So, I just thought that was super weird on 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 uh, ESPN and the commentators and and Texas whatever they had going on to even consider that you know what I'm saying but but yeah what was your thoughts on that what yeah you I, I was just waiting on you to finish yeah I'm not, I'm not gonna lie the whole arch thing throughout the game and really throughout the week was just mm-hmm. weird it was really weird like mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that picture. Where Arch yeah, the press is conference. having his press conference, and then Quinn Ewers, who is actually the starter of the team, is having his press conference. It looks like nobody's there. And then at Arch Manning, who's the backup, and mm-hmm. probably not going to see the field to probably possibly after next season. Yep. Um, is there, and it's everybody is over there. It was really weird. Um, I thought it was very disrespectful to um Quinn Ewers. Um, I thought it was because, like you said, he got them there. And honestly, Malik Murphy, too. He was a part of getting them there as well, who in, is yep. now at Duke. Yep. Um, you know, I, Arch Manning, I didn't get why they was even talking about him possibly coming in. I think this is some media drone up BS, um, which it always has been. I don't yep. think Arch Manning was the best quarterback coming out in his class. I've said that. Several times, I think the guy from Tennessee who we seen Nico. play the other day go with was. Um, so again, bro, I, I thought it was very distasteful and di- very disrespectful to just yeah. be talking about Arch the whole time and, and talking like you was gonna bench Quinn yours when he wasn't even playing bad enough to be benched. Like, I, I didn't get that, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Um, so yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. I just didn't really understand. So, I 100% agree with you on that. It just, yeah. Did not make any sense. I don't even know why I was talking about that. Um, but I did want to talk about the game a little bit uh, mm. more. Uh, what did you think of Texas defense? Because everybody was talking about how Texas was good in the trenches and they they had good linebackers and they got obliterated. I mean, guys was running wide open. How'd you feel about that? Because I feel like Texas kind of got let down. Like I feel like they really didn't live up to the hype that we was hearing about this because we were yeah. This was going to be a great matchup between a good defense and a good offense. And mm-hmm. it really was not like that at all. Yeah, I just think uh ultimately I just think Washington really just came out of the play. Yeah. You know so I just I just think their offense was just too powerful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're talking about I hate to compare it, but we're talking about an offense that got NFL quarterback, NFL wide receivers, you know what I'm saying? Future NFL running NFL backs. Running backs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, you just got a, a squad that you're going up against. I mean, this is Washington's year. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been – obviously, they've been to the playoffs once before, but this is their year. I mean, this is probably the best team they've ever had, right? I mean, shoot. They ain't lost, right? They 14 Yeah, they 14-0. Yeah. and 0. Both of the teams in Natty are 14-0. and 0. Yeah, I mean, I think you can definitely make that argument for sure. Yeah, it's the best team they probably ever had legitimately. Um, And, well, the best team I can think of. But – no, nah, this is um, this is probably Washington's best yeah. team of all time. And I, yeah. On top of my head, I mean, I might be wrong, but yeah. I mean, I just Texas again. I mean, this they just went up against a great offense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's not really much you can do about that. I mean, we've seen good defenses, great defenses 
get absolutely demolished yeah. and lit up. You know what I'm saying? Especially, especially in the college football playoff. They should be, yeah. to be really honest with you, they should be happy that it wasn't a blowout because we've yeah. seen we've seen yeah, top tier defenses. Turn that way. I thought it was gonna yeah. turn that way at one point. Oh, this looking kind they of should bad. be they should be happy it wasn't a blowout because these top tier we've seen top tier defenses get get destroyed, you know what I'm saying? So um but with that, but that's pretty much it though. I just thought it was thought it Washington was just handling business. Handling yeah. business. Nah, I agree. So let's go ahead and talk about it. National championship game Monday. Um, will that be the eighth? Yep, January eighth. January eighth, we got the national championship in Houston, Michigan. And then, you know what I'm saying? We got them boys, Washington. What you thinking? Who you got winning? What you think? Man, it's gonna be I this is a good game because this is the last season of the Pac 12. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of like the last season of the Big Ten in a way. I mean, this is the last season for a lot of things. Yeah. Last no, season of the last season of the 14 college football playoff. Yep. Last team or last year of the uh Pac 12. Yeah. Last year of the Big Ten looking like how it's looking. Mm-hmm. Um college football period, really. Yeah. I mean, everything's changing. Yeah. But with that being said, like you said earlier, you know, I gotta ride with the quarter blacks. You know, mm. I got to ride with the quarter blacks. I got to see Washington win this game. And yeah. I believe they are going to win this game. And the reason why I say that is because their offense clearly can score on just about anybody. Yeah. And to be and to be fair, they don't have to score on anybody no more. They just need to score on Michigan. Michigan. That's, that's it. it. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah. They just got to score on them now. Now, I mean, they ain't saying that's an easy task, but they just that's all they got to worry about now is Michigan. On the other hand, Michigan's offense, we've seen them struggle. You know what I'm saying? We've seen them struggle at times against nobodies. All right. I don't know where Washington defense ranks, but I've seen them struggle against teams in the Big Ten that ain't had no business struggling against. You see what I'm saying? Teams that ain't make no bowl game. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So it just depends on what JJ McCarthy does, in my opinion. Is he going to go out there and look like the JJ McCarthy, yeah, is he yeah. gonna look like the one that had? I mean, what, what game was that where he had like ninety yards and no touchdowns or twenty something yards? Yeah. It was the game before uh, Ohio State. Ohio what State, game was yeah. that? I think it was Maryland, maybe. I feel like, and they won. They won by like three touchdowns or something yeah. crazy. I think, was, I think it was Maryland. I could be wrong, but go ahead though. But yeah, it, is he gonna look like that, or is he gonna look like he did against Alabama, where he made enough plays to put his team over the top? Because he made a huge that uh that run in the fourth quarter was huge. Huge, man. Yeah. yeah, that scramble. He I mean he mm-hmm. took off, ran about 20-something yards or something. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So um is he gonna be that player or is he gonna be the other player that, that I just talked about? Because yeah. you know what Washington gonna give you. Yeah, Michael, gonna, yeah. Michael, Michael, yeah, Michael Penis Jr. going out there for about four or five hundred. He not he's not leaving without four or five. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So um, but I think Washington got it though. What you got? Oh, God, I've been bouncing back and forth all day on who I think will win this game because they are so evenly matched, especially Mm. when you look at that Washington offense and that Michigan defense. I mean, that Mm -hmm. is going to be a clash of the Titans, bro. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's going to be tremendous right there. (sighs) 
I doubted Washington so much this year. I don't think I can do it again. I, I don't think I can do it again, bro. Yeah. I, I think Washington wins this game, bro. Yeah. I, I've doubted them every single time they played in a big game and they've showed up every single time. Yeah. I, I think Washington – because and the reason I say that is Washington offense has showed up. I know that for a fact. Their offense going to show up. It's a chance if you play against Michigan and put eight men in the box, you can stop them. Mm-hmm. And that's why, for me, I, I lean Washington winning this game, man. Some of them likes of like 38-35, but I, th- I think Washington wins this game. I think it's a yep. high-scoring one, but I, if it gets to a high-scoring levels, Washington is going to win this they, game. Yeah, because they can, they can out-shoot anybody. You yeah, know what I'm exactly. Yeah. And my thing is, my main problem is which J.J. McCarthy shows up. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. Is J.J. McCarthy that showed up in the fourth quarter of this game going to show up? Or is J.J. McCarthy that showed up at Maryland, and I got the stats right here that you were talking about, is the J.J. McCarthy that showed up in Maryland when they uh, beat them only by a touchdown, by the way. It wasn't by three point or three. Scores. Oh, it was only by it was only by a touchdown. Oh, okay. that only threw for twelve for twenty three, one hundred and forty one yards, and in an interception, no touchdowns gonna show up. We don't know which JJ McCarthy is gonna show up. I know what Michael Penning's gonna show up. He done showed up every week. So again, man, I, mm. to me, bro, I, I gotta go with. I got to go with Washington, bro, at this point. Yeah. I've been debating all day. I think it's going to be a close one. I think we can go either way. But I don't trust J.J. McCarthy at all. He just reminds me a lot of a better, more polished version of K. Klubnik. And you know, he's just a liability, bro. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Um, but that's where I stand with it. One quick thing, too. DJU going to Florida State. How did you feel about that? Um, I mean, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I it'd be it'd be nice to see him next year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I kind of hope we beat him with all due uh, all due respect. You know, uh, yeah. Well, not no kind of hope. I I want us to beat him with all due respect. But um, man, I don't know. I I I'm not gonna lie. I kind of want to talk about the Florida State game too, real quick. Oh uh, yeah, you right. You did say yeah. We, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a transition into that. that. Um, but that uh, yeah, DJ going there, man. I don't know if that's a good fit. I don't I don't know how you feel, but let me let me give my bar. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Well, DJ, go ahead. you to Florida State. I'm gonna be honest. To me, that's a downgrade, bro. I'm gonna be straight up. From Jordan yeah. Travis to DJU, I don't care. Even Florida State fan, that that that's a downgrade. I'm gonna be flat yeah. out honest with you. Now I thought they was gonna get Cam Ward for a second, and I was starting to get real concerned because I'm like, bro, if they get Cam Ward, that that's gonna be a problem. Oh, real quick, T. Yeah, the game I was talking about for JJ McCarthy was against Penn State. Oh, he Penn State. Was, yeah, he did yeah. that game. He yeah. was he was he was seven for eight, sixty yards. He played the whole game. He played the whole game. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. terrible. But go ahead. Go but ahead. yeah, um, I think the FSU, I think the, the DJU to FSU thing, I don't think that's an upgrade at, at the quarterback position. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I 
I'm going to be honest, the Liberty kid that just hit the portal today, I probably would take him over DJU. Uh, Slater. Dynamic. Dynamic. I would probably take Slater over DJU. And this is not me being a, a skull Clemson fan or nothing like that. It's none, none of that. I think DJU's a good kid. He's a nice kid. He's a good guy. I just, I've been telling y'all this for two years now. When it's time for a big game, he is going to flop. It's just what it is. We've watched it for the last now three years at Clemson the first year. Anytime we played a big game, he absolutely flopped. Every time. The, the second year at Clemson, every big game, he absolutely flopped. This year, if you go look at Oregon State, in every big game they played in, go look at DJU stats. He flopped. Mm -hmm. Every single big game they played in. Washington, uh, all the big games they played in. Go look at the stats, and you're going to see he did not play good. Again, I don't think – and he might be Clemson. I don't know. I'm not saying that he ain't going to be Clemson. But what I'm telling you is if Florida State's goal is to win a national championship, it ain't happening next year. Cannot. I mean, just to be honest, it's not happening next year. I can tell you that now. You might make it to the playoffs. I'm not I'm not saying that you might not – that you're not. But as far as winning a national championship, yeah, he's not going to win you a national championship. That's just that. And they're yeah. losing a lot too, as well in the portal. And that's what I was about to say. And graduation, losing a lot. they're losing a lot. And they, you know, they'll go in the portal and get to work and, and do what they need to do. But as you can see, and you're about to jump into it in a few seconds, in that Georgia game, Florida State lacks depth. They have nobody outside of that portal guy. They have, they, I'll just say it without the portal guys, they suck. Mm -hmm. They have no depth. And I think that was pretty evident. On Saturday, when they got blitzed 63 to 3, but I'll let you go ahead and go forward. Yeah, uh, this is this is the moment I've been waiting for right here. Yeah, mm -hmm. Florida State, all that crying, all that whining, all that talking, and was still whining that, yesterday. All that tweeting, all that yapping, all that, all that, this, that, all that, this, and that. You went out there and got blued out by 60 points. That was an Orange Bowl record. That was a bowl game record, program record, conference record, NCAA record. You got blued out by 60. Here's my thing. This is how I feel about it. This is what you could have done, Florida State. You know what? We didn't make the playoffs. Fine. We're still undefeated. We're going up against one of the best teams in the country. Yep. Let's give it our all. Let's try to win this game. If we win this game, we're going to claim a national championship. You want to know why you should do that? Because you can. Because you can do that. If you finish the season undefeated, you can claim a national championship. And not only are you claiming a national championship, but you earned one because you beat the team that was back-to-back -back national champions. Yeah. But no. Y'all wanted to get it. Now, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a tall task without Jordan Travis. It was going to be pretty much impossible anyway. Even but you ain't got to go out there. You ain't got to go out there and 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 and, and do nothing, though. I mean, yeah. You scored three points. And you still you crying. Can same, you can make the same argument for Georgia that they didn't care. And yeah, the, the same exact argument. You could have made the same exact argument, and they went in and, there and annihilated you. And they went out there, and 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 you could you should have seen the rhetoric from Georgia versus uh Florida State. Yeah. Just what they were saying. All the players 
we a team, we a family. We wanted to come out there and prove something. We yeah. wanted to win this game. We wanted an Orange Bowl trophy. They were serious about football. Yeah. They want to play and they want to win. Yeah. It don't matter what game it is, you want to win. Florida State, all right, well, they left us out in the playoffs. All right, we we had so many opt-outs. We had guess who else guess who else had a lot of opt-outs? Yeah. The Georgia Bulldogs. They sure did. You know what I'm a lot of transfer dudes, too. A lot of transfers. I mean, come on, man. Florida State didn't want it bad enough. That's nope. the, that was the, that's the real thing. That's all it is. They didn't want it bad enough. This was their year. They crashed out when their quarterback got injured, and they got they sat out there and cried. And that's what they get. Yeah. When I seen them, when I seen they was getting blued out by sixty, I was laughing. I was, I was like, too. this is exactly. I was laughing when deserve. they didn't make the playoffs. Yes. I was laughing when they didn't make the playoffs because I said the same thing. This is exactly what you deserve. This is how you behave when things don't go your way. And this is what happened to you. And see, you already know. I don't like Mike Novell, bro. I think he a fraud. You know what I'm saying? If the portal didn't exist, he's lucky that the portal exists. Yeah, the portal has if, saved Mike Novell's if, career. Job. If, yeah, if he, nah, for real. Because I've been if, saying that for years now. I don't think Mike Norvell is really that good of a coach. No. I think he gets a lot of stuff in the portal and a lot of talent in the portal. And kudos to him. That is, uh, recruiting is a part of coaching. Yeah. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But I've been saying that for a while. I'm not a Norvell believer. He, in my opinion, he the same person as Shane Beamer. They the same person. Yeah, Shane Beamer I, might I, be Shane Beamer. Slick might be better than him. I mean, I can't <laughs> say that because at least, I mean, it's a valuable point though. Because well, like I said, Georgia. Well, I, I, I'm gonna say the reason why I can understand where you're coming from is because look at what South Carolina plays every year: Georgia, Clemson. Exactly. Florida exactly. State and Florida, I meant like they they play against talent. Uh, they have one of the hardest schedules every single season. Um, mm-hmm. and then Florida State really they don't. Yeah. Um, and like I said, Mike Norvell has really just been saved by the portal. I've been saying that Florida State fans wanted to argue me front and back uh, earlier this season, saying I was like Mike Norvell's not a top ten or I don't even think fifteen coach no. in college Come football. On, no. no, they tried to tell me he was better than Kalen DeBoer, Washington's coach, who's in. The freaking the playoffs in the national yeah. championship right now. Like, that's how delusional that fan base is. Florida State <laughs> has one of the most delusional fan bases in all of college football. These guys got on Twitter yesterday after getting blown out by 60. You would think I, you just got blown out by 60. You don't want to talk about nothing. Right. They got enough nerd after Alabama lost in a close game to be tweeting, see, we should have been in there and we could have beat these teams and woulda, 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 woulda. That fan base is annoying and they just make me sick i mean seriously bro but that's what i'm saying like florida state fans think norvell is the best thing walking since sliced bread i'm like bro i don't even think he's a top 15 coach in college football bro like i can name 15 coaches that i think are better than him straight up bro and that's just how i feel and i agree with you yeah. i think the portal has saved mike norvell saved him bro yeah saved i don't think him. mike norvell is no real good coach no no, good on him for portal, utilizing. I'll give him that, but besides yeah. that, he ain't right. Right, good on him for utilizing the portal. But right. listen, man, when it when it come down to X's and O's, no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He ain't out there, man. If you put no. the guys that if you put the guys that he recruited out there, they gonna get blued out by sixty. Oh wait, that's what happened. That's what happened. You know what exactly. That's what happened. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I'm not a fan. I'm happy it happened. DJU is not saving that program. No. Sorry to you. No. Sorry, Big Cinco. And it's crazy because Florida State fans really think he is. No, man. <laughs> they really are no. like, oh, yeah, we got DJU. We going to. 
I mean, they, they should understand. They seen they him gonna, play. They Clemson. gonna see, bro. They gonna see they when see, them big games yeah. start rolling around. They gonna see. They gonna they see, gonna man. See, bro. He gonna and look good. He gonna look. He gonna he gonna get you a game where he throw you four touchdowns. Yeah. He gonna get you a game where he get you three hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. But when you play an NC State next year, if that's yeah. on their schedule, yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you get to the ACC championship game and run into an NC State again or a Clemson or a Clemson, if, yeah, you know what I'm saying. What's gonna happen? Because you know Clemson, you know Clemson know about him. Yeah, Clemson exactly. know about him. You know what I'm saying? They know we, his weaknesses. They know him. So listen. But with that being said, though, about Florida State, man, they shouldn't have went out there like that. I thought that was an embarrassment to their program. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, to me, in my opinion, that's not how champions behave. No, I agree. You feel me? And yeah. and I want I want to make this point, and I know you can probably agree to this, but uh, give me your thoughts on this though. For all the, the, the flack that he gets and for all the hatred that he gets online and for all the the comments, you know what I'm saying, one thing about Dabo Sweeney is that he says what he means and a lot of times it do come true. Yeah. Because one of the reasons why he don't use this transfer portal is because exactly what happened at Florida State. All those guys see Georgia – even though they utilize the transfer portal, a lot of their guys are recruits. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's the difference. See, Georgia recruited they 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 transfer portal class might be top notch, but it's because they recruiting class is top notch, and they really are the top dogs in the country, pretty much. I mean, they won back to back national champions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But see, Florida State, they was all portal guys. Yeah, and so none of them guys. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm where I'm getting yeah. at? None of those oh, guys. Yeah really felt the need to win for that program. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Versus the guys that you actually breed, that you recruit. See, Clemson, we bring in guys. That's why they play uh, three or four seasons. That's why they come back an extra year. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why they play in the bowl games. I know we had a lot of opt-outs this year, which makes sense because, it, I mean, it, it was just the Gator Bowl, but we still had a lot of guys who did play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That could have that opted out, but they didn't. You know what I mean? Um, and if we was, you know, obviously I, I guarantee if it was the orange bowl, them boys wouldn't have opted out. No, you know what I'm saying yeah. and maybe one or two, but you know, I don't think the whole, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, with that being said though, that's, that's the difference though. I think this is why who is not to cut you off culture. Yeah. I talked about it earlier. Culture. Yeah. Yes. It's culture being built. Um, when you talk about Kirby smart in Georgia, say what you want to say about them. They built a culture of winning. That's yeah. what they do there. And you can see they took that game on Saturday seriously. They took yeah. it like it was a national championship game, and they wanted to prove something. We talked yeah. about Clemson. When they played on Friday, you could tell Dabo fell to his knees when dude made that kick. Yeah, That game meant something to him, and it meant exactly. something to that program. Say exactly. what you want to say, but, again, I think you're making a valid point. If your team is 30-plus transfer guys like Florida State, those guys don't have no loyalty to you. They right. here for one year, and then they out. They right. gone. And I think my boy Jay Sanders said it best. Culture isn't easy to establish. No. It's not, not easy to establish. So you got to give guys like Dabo, like uh, Kirby, that credit on those things. They were able to establish a culture. 
that seems to assimilate with women with winning. Yep. And you got to give that some respect. I know I'm a big proponent of I won't dabble to get in the portal, but Me too, you know, man. not not for not for 20 or 30 guys, like no five, 10. I'd be six. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. We don't have to do it like that. I mean, our recruiting class has always been exactly they, they good, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not like we just missing pieces here and there. We need a we need yep. a superstar quarterback, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need offensive line help badly, yep. wide receiver help, you know what I'm saying? This upcoming year, we're gonna need some edge rushes. Like that's yep. just little things here and there. And if you don't even gonna get them for starters, just get them for depth. Yeah, like you said, you know what I'm saying. But but when you sell your soul, you know what I'm saying. Like think about it this way. Man. Think about it this way. A lot of people talk about how the Rams sold they sold to get that one ring. Yep. You know what I'm saying. Which is fine to me. That's fine. You go go yeah. through a Super Bowl. That's yep. I mean that's the that's the whole goal. But yeah. it worked for them. That's the difference. It worked for them. Yeah. Florida State, it didn't work. They failed. Oh. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And the whole season came crashing down. And like you said, I just think about how big the Orange Bowl is. The Orange Bowl is a huge bowl. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the top six bowls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? New Year's Six for a reason. Yes. It's one of the top bowls. And if your boys couldn't get up there and, and play for that, come on, man. The college football playoff committee sitting there laughing at you. They laughing at you. Yep. So I just think that was ridiculous, though. I just thought, hey, but it is what it is. That's what you expect out of a out of out of them. So yep. Not surprised yep. at all. I nope. want to go ahead and transition to some NFL talk because I know okay. um we talked about you know you want to bring up some playoff stuff and stuff like that, and I want to talk about your boy Lamar Jackson. Um who's really playing out of his mind right now. I think right now, I mean, I think it's pretty clear and cut. He's the MVP front runner at this point. Um, Lamar Jackson's putting on an app. And it seems like every time he played against the Dolphins, he just go nuts. Oh, he's going crazy. Like yeah. every time he plays, and I know it's his hometown team. I know he's from South Florida. But every time he mm-hmm. plays against him, he just goes nuts. I mean, he went 18 for 21, 321 yards, five touchdowns. I mean, he was tremendous the other day ago, man. Um, what's your take? On the Ravens, as far I think they clinched it in, in, the AFC first seed. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, what's your take on that whole thing? And then you can start laying out this whole playoff scenario thing for me. But how you yeah. feel about your Ravens? Because I know you've been pulling for the Ravens here lately. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I've been I've been rocking with them. You know, Lamar is my guy. You yeah, know, Lamar my, being your pretty guy, much yeah. my favorite, pretty much my favorite player at this point. Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm happy to see them doing well. Um, but. As a as a whole team standpoint, I really just want them to continue this up until you know throughout the playoffs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, when Mark Andrews went down, Keaton Mitchell went down, um, my man uh, J.K. Dobbins went down earlier in the season. The offense we thought it was going to take a hit, but obviously, when you got Lamar Jackson, you know what I'm saying? It, come on, man! Like yeah. it just a healthy Lamar Jackson. I said this before. I'm gonna say it again. I'm gonna stand on it. In my opinion, I think healthy Lamar Jackson is quite literally the best player in the league. I know no, Patrick Mahomes cra- is right not, there. It's I know, not, I know it's, Mahomes. Yeah, I know he's right there. But I just think what I've seen him do, you know, these last couple of years, and and really just the Ravens team as a whole with him on the uh, 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 field versus him off. I mean, the offense is just a whole different story. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, it's a whole different story. I mean, we're talking about probably, you know. 
even from a from a, a a points per game standpoint and just how the well they move the ball when he's on the field they they one of the best in the league when he off the field when he was hurt man they couldn't buy a point bro it was that bad you know what i'm saying they defense yeah. but their defense has been good um and that's another thing i want to talk about real quick defense is loaded yeah yeah that's one thing that a lot of people i know that, i'm, that I'm, I'm defense is good yeah I want Lamar they to win back. Game. You know, last I mean, year they kind of took much, a step back, but they back this year. They they took a step back before they traded for Roquan Smith. Yeah. When they got him, mm-hmm. everything, it all changed. Yeah. Um, so I want to give credit to Roquan Smith. I think he's not going to win defensive player of the year, but he absolutely should be in the discussions. I think Kyle Hamilton should also be in the discussions. Yeah, he's played very well. Yeah. Um, But that defense doesn't get enough credit as it should be as a team. You know what I'm saying? A team as a whole. And that defensive uh, tackle the Ravens got too. Um Matabike. Matabike, yeah, he's yeah, Matabike. Yeah. yeah, he's insane. Matabike. Yep. They got a squad, man. They really do. And um, also, too, man, not to cut you off, we got to give some love to Todd Munkin, the OC up there. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, Ravens. He got them looking <laughs> yeah. right, man. He took yeah. what he was doing at Georgia, kind of fitted it to, you know what I'm saying, Lamar's strengths, mm-hmm. and he got him looking good. And really, we didn't even talk about it. Lamar has had two really, really good games against two really, really good teams back-to-back because yeah. he went crazy on the uh, Niners. What was 49ers. that, Christmas Eve? Or that was Christmas Day. That's so, yeah, he, Day. he yeah, so he went crazy. So, he, yeah. yeah, my bad, but go ahead though. No, you good, you good, bro. Um, but yeah, no, he just he the the offensive. He said that um that him and Lamar before the season started, they had built a really good rapport. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of went through the playbook with each other, and uh, I think they said Lamar feels very comfortable in the playbook to the point where he was really giving tips. You know what I'm saying to yeah. to Todd Munkin, and they was they really built the thing together. Uh, it's pretty much what they said. Um. And so I think I think it's a really good team this year. I don't want to say too much because I really ain't try to jinx them boys. Yeah. Um, but um, but as far as them being the first seed, man, congrats to them. Um it, it'll be exciting to see who they play in the second round. Yeah. Um, but but other than that, um, it, it was an, another thing you asked me too. What was that? Um, before I started talking. You you asked me something. Uh I was asking you was uh how did you? Uh, I was saying, tell me about like your playoffs. You were saying the playoff scenarios uh, that you were talking about that you wanted to shape up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When who you know to get where? Because I, I I've been paying attention to it, but I, I've you know I don't know exactly who needs to go where. Yeah. You know all that. So in the AFC, uh, so the Ravens have the first seed. They're yeah. already locked in first mm-hmm. round by home field advantage. Blah blah blah. So hold on, hold um, on. Before you get started, before you get started. Now, I know we're talking about the Ravens, but I told you them Cleveland Browns was going to be real this year. Yeah, I you told did. you. Yeah, you did. And I, I did with just a game out from winning the division. I mean, now it's over. But it's over. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. I told you that I'm telling you, man, the Browns got everything they need to do to win a Super Bowl. They have everything. And Joe Flacco's playing out of his mind, by the way. He's playing way better than Deshaun Watson has. The whole entire time he's been in a Browns uniform. Yeah. Um. But I'm telling you now, man. I don't sleep on the Browns, bro. Don't sleep on them. So I got, I got your, uh, I got uh, our way too early predictions right here. Yep. Um. So when we're looking at the North, I had the Ravens winning it. Um. I actually had the Browns finishing last. Yeah. You had them. You had the Browns finishing first, mm-hmm. and the Ravens finishing third. Um. Now yours. 
let's see. So who's who's in last place right now? The or the Bengals in last place now. Bengals, ain't uh, they? Yeah, yeah, the Bengals. But that uh, whole division is like has a winning record, right? I don't know if the Bengals do right now. I think they're eight and eight. Okay, they might be okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah, they're yeah. eight and eight. But I mean, yeah, but for the most part, I mean, they yeah. all, yeah, they all five hundred or better though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they eight and eight. You're right. Yep. My bad. Yeah. No, you good. Um, but you're right though. The whole division is is solid. Yeah. Now I do want to talk about a division that me neither me or you are high on, but it turns out they actually very good. AFC South, South. Yep. bro. What? Yep. What? They going crazy. What? Yep. You know AFC every so South. every single team is still in contention for the playoffs except yep. for the Titans. Yep. The Titans are the only ones that are out. But listen, listen. Here go the scenarios right here. So the Ravens one seed. Um, the Chiefs already have the AFC West division title. Mm -hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean they're going to be the two seed yet. They're actually more. They're actually more likely to be the uh three seed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the Browns are in the playoffs. They'll probably be the fifth seed, and then the Dolphins are in the playoffs, but they haven't yet clinched the AFC East. Um, the East comes down to the Bills and the Dolphins on Sunday. On Sunday, so here's so here's what happens. So here's the scenario for that. So if the Bills win, they clinch the AFC East. They'll be eleven and six, and that most likely is going to put them as the uh, two seed. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. I think have have they played the Chiefs this year? Who I don't think the Bills. Yeah, they beat them. You remember that's when Patrick Mahomes was crying about. That's that right. Game. Yeah. yeah. So they'll be the. That's right. So they'll be the two seed. Yeah. Um. Oh, we need to talk about that too. The Lions. Uh, thing. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's we need to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. Yeah. Um. So if the Bills win, pretty much they'll be the two seed. Yep. If they lose. There's a good chance they missed the playoffs entirely. Really? At 10 and 7. At 10 and 7. Jeez. So it's actually, and it's not even, it's not even like a chance. It's like a very good chance. So this is what happens. So if they win, they're in. Uh -huh. Um, if they they can still make the playoffs if they tie, mm -hmm. if Houston and Indianapolis tie, or if Jacksonville loses or ties, or if Pittsburgh loses or ties. Mm -hmm. Now keep in mind, Pittsburgh is playing a resting Baltimore Ravens team, mm -hmm. right? And they already beat them once this year, so they right. could beat the backups. You know what I'm saying? Right. Jacksonville struggling a little bit, but they playing Tennessee, so they should be able to beat Tennessee, right? Yeah. And Houston and Indianapolis is most likely not going to tie. So if Buffalo loses, they're there's out. a good chance that yeah, it's pretty. There's a very good chance that they're out. Mm. Now Houston. So here's here's what here's what happened with Houston, all right? Yeah. With Houston, so Houston can still actually win the AFC South. Okay. What they have to do is they have to beat Indianapolis and they have to hope Jacksonville loses or ties. Who Jacksonville playing against again? Tennessee. Oh, it's over. Jacksonville got that division. Yeah. But Houston can still clinch the playoff berth if they win. So all they got to do is just win and they pretty much in. Okay. Yeah. So okay, let me, ask, let me ask you a question then. So uh -huh. if what happens if Houston and Jacksonville wins? What happens? So Jacksonville will make they'll win the AFC South. Um and, and Houston will be in the last seed. They'll be the seventh seed, most okay. likely. Got you. Yeah. They just need to win. But they just need to win. Now it's actually so pretty much 
the Texans and Colts game is pretty much a playoff game. Playoff game, yeah. Yeah, it's a play-in game, actually. Yeah, play-in um, game. Mm -hmm. So here's what happens. So the Colts can still win the AFC South if they win and if Jacksonville loses. So the loses. same thing is, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. And they can clinch a playoff berth if they win. And keep in mind they're, they're playing Houston, so it's a yeah. uh, it's a playing game. Now the Jacksonville Jaguars, if I'm not mistaken, can actually miss out on all of it too. Mm, okay. So the Jaguars, because they're all they're all three of them are nine and seven. Yep. So the Jaguars again win, and they're in. They they win the division. But if they lose, they need. Uh, if they lose, they need a Pittsburgh loss, a Denver loss, and for Houston or Indy to win, for them to just make the playoffs. So, I don't know who I don't even know who Denver plays on Sunday, but probably the Chiefs. But uh, they play. Let me see, real quickly, they play the, the Raiders. The Raiders, all right. Yep. So we've already been eliminated. Denver and, and Raiders. Yeah, they they eliminated. Yeah, mm -hmm. but that's for so Jacksonville. And see, the sad thing about Jacksonville is they were eight and three at one point in the season. Yeah, they were I remember. One. Yeah, they were number one, and now they're pretty much fighting for that fourth fighting. seed. Yeah. Yep. Oh, mm -hmm. uh, now the Dolphins. Dolphins are also still alive. So the Dolphins. Well, actually, they're in, but they they looking to clinch the AFC. So all they got to do is win or tie. To get the AFC East. Mm. Now the Pittsburgh Steelers are still alive at nine and seven as well. So to clinch a playoff berth, the Pittsburgh Steelers need to win, and Buffalo lose. They need to win, or Jacksonville lose. Oh no, excuse me, win and Jacksonville lose. Mm. They need to win, and Houston and Indy end in a tie. They need to. Tie Jack. Oh, that's crazy. I, that ain't they ain't nobody tying, but um, yeah, so pretty much they need to win and they need Buffalo to lose, or they need to win and they need Jacksonville to lose, so they can still make it, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess I mean, that's crazy. These scenarios are always kind of wild. So it's gonna be a couple like play in type games this weekend, man. Yeah, really and that's just that. And that's just the AFC. The NFC even crazier. Well, no, nah, I ain't gonna say it's crazier, but see, the NFC got a lot of teams at seven and nine, seven eight and nine. Eight. Yeah, yeah, Is trying to the make Falcons it. Falcons could get in because I was seeing it there. Yeah, so the Falcons actually have the easiest uh, path to get in. Um, okay. So the Falcons actually no, excuse me, the Falcons have the hardest path to get in. Well, I, I thought so. Yeah. Yeah, because the Falcons, um, well. I say that as a joke, but the Falcons to clinch the NFC South, all they got to do is just win, and they need Tampa Bay to lose. Okay. But see, the problem with that is Tampa Bay don't they play Carolina on Sunday? Yeah, yeah. So that ain't happening. You know <laughs> <what I'm saying? laughs> so, so, um, but the NFC South. But see, the other teams. So New Orleans needs uh, to win, and they also need Tampa Bay to lose. Um. But they can still clinch a playoff berth, which is weird. Mm -hmm. So they need that New Orleans needs to win. They need Seattle to lose, and they need Green Bay to lose, mm -hmm. or they need to tie 
and Seattle lose and Green Bay lose. And then the Buccaneers. Okay, so the Buccaneers just need to win. Yeah, Buccaneers just need to win, yeah. that's Yeah, they just need to win. So Atlanta actually does have a long shot to get in. Um, that'd be crazy if the Buccaneers lose. Yeah, it would be. But that's pretty much it, though. I mean, that's that's um, the Packers. If they win, they're in. Um, the Vikings are pretty much cooked. They need to win. Green Bay need to lose. Seattle need to lose, and Tampa Bay need to lose. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it as far as uh, playoff burst. Seahawks still alive. They yeah. They need to win, and they need Green Bay, but. Should be interesting, man. Should be some interesting games coming up this weekend. Quickly, how did you feel about the whole Detroit Lions-Cowboys situation? Because I feel like the Detroit Lions were absolutely royally screwed. They were, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. They they was That referee cost that for them. Yeah, he um, did. And he got uh, demoted, demoted out of – Yeah, I yeah. heard. Yep. Yeah. That was a bad – uh, No offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, so I mean, he, see, you literally yeah. can see the dude checking in with him, like, hey, yeah, you know, I'm gonna be a receiver here because you can't mess that up. You can, no. you cannot mess that up. No. Like, that's that was literally a game changing call, yeah. Like, that literally. call, that call changed the outcome for the Detroit Lions, yeah, from a win to an L, yeah. And you can't do that, so yeah, he absolutely, him and his crew, they can't, they cannot make the playoffs because no. that, if that happens again. Man, you need to be coach doing UFL at that, <laughs> <laughs> that point. They need to be UFL ball, but that's ridiculous. Oh, uh, let, let's end it up here, man. Let's let's talk about your man, David Tapper. Man, let's let's oh, yeah, off here. Yeah. David Tapper, he's horrible, isn't he? I mean, yeah. let's just get right into it. David Tapper throws a drink on a player. About two hours ago, he was fined three, $300,000. It was pretty much chump change. I told y'all this a couple months ago. You can probably pull this up. David Tepper is the new Daniel Snyder, bro. It's no <laughs> other way around it. He's a laughing stock of all sports owners in all of sports. Like I told y'all, the Carolina Panthers, since he's taken over, has the second worst winning percentage out of all of sports. The big four, hockey, Basketball, baseball, football. David Tepper is number two. Only in front of him is the Anaheim Ducks, which is a hockey team out there in California. The Carolina Panthers are the second most losing team since he's taken over. He's a liability. He's a laughing stock. And are you surprised by this? At this point, I'm starting to question, is David Tepper even a good person? That's kind of what I'm – you've already said that. You've already said, I don't think he's a good person. But now I'm even starting to say, I, I you throw a drink on somebody, that's that's super disrespectful, bro. Mm-hmm. No, it's, I mean, shoot, he – bro, you can't do that, man. And, he, and, and see these people in power, bro, they yeah. think they can get away with stuff like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because if that was either me or you and we threw a drink at somebody, first and foremost, we'd probably be scrapping. Yeah, the squabbling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then they'll probably throw us out the uh the stadium. Yeah. See, he he threw a drink at somebody and just walked off mm-hmm. and probably didn't get no hands put on him. Nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. You know, he got a little three hundred thousand dollar fine, but you know what that is to me and you? Two dollars. 
if that. It's probably yeah. more like three three pennies. That man worth twenty billion dollars, man. Yeah, twenty billion with a B. He ain't tripping over those three hundred thousand. Yeah, that ain't nothing to him. That's that's. I mean, what is that, man? That ain't nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? You know that's 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 one of his shoes. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Right. That ain't nothing. So, yeah, three hundred thousand dollars, man. That ain't enough. I think the NFL should have tried to remove him as an owner. (laughs) Great. Um, That would be nice. Um, because the Carolina Panthers are not going anywhere as long as he's the owner. No, and I, until he and until he gets serious about football, they're going to continue being the worst team in all the professional sports. And it's as simple as that. Yeah, and he just got to get serious as an owner. But hey, it is what it is, though. Yeah, I mean, again, I can't disagree with you, man. Cam, what an episode. We had fun tonight. Tonight was a really good episode, man. If you like this, man, continue to subscribe to our channel. I'm going to start posting on YouTube more in 2024 this year, too. So we're going to be posting over there. So follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. And obviously, y'all can follow us here on Twitter, also as well, everywhere. We're everywhere, man. This is to our podcast. It's on Spotify. Um, You know, it's everywhere. Apple Apple Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that. So, man, another good episode, Cam. First episode of the year in the books, man. Again, man, we appreciate y'all's love and support. We told y'all this last year before the end of, the end of 2023, but we just appreciate y'all. You know, we want to just say that again, that we thank y'all for all y'all support and stuff like that. Cam, anything else you got before we shut it down for the night? Yeah, uh, we never did it. We talked about the game, but score predictions for the national championship real quick. Oh, yeah, really score predictions. I, I said – I got Washington winning 38 to 35. That's right. You did say that. I didn't yeah, say that. Yeah, I said 38 35. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm going to go Washington. Uh, I'm going to lock in 31 24. Yeah, I can see that. I, I think that yeah. game's going to be a high scoring one, bro. I yeah. really do. Because, like I said, them wide receivers, I don't know. I know that. I know Michigan is good up front. I don't know if they got the corners to keep up with the wide outs. That that's that's my thing. They, they got one. They got one for sure. I don't yeah, know. Johnson, he ain't got yeah, three yeah, though. Johnson's a lock lockdown corner. I ain't. He, he ain't got. the person I'd be worrying about. It's you know, again, they ain't got three other corners. They ain't got three. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. If they got three corners that's straight up lockdown, and they gonna <laughs> need that for that team. Yeah, man. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But anyway, man. Good episode, man. We'll be back next week for the national championship game. After that, uh, that Tuesday we'll be back. And then, again, I just want to give a quick rundown. We're going to be on from now to the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl, we're going on a month hiatus. So we won't be doing a podcast from, when is that, the second Tuesday of the month in February all the way up until, you know, pretty much I think March we decided on. Sometime mm-hmm. in March, we'll get it back. Going. So, yeah, yeah, before uh, the tournament starts. Yeah, yeah March. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. we're we going to be off for about a month and, and maybe probably going to be a month and about a month and a half, honestly. Some change. Yeah, yeah, some month and some change. So we want to give you all that update as well. But again, man, thank you all for the love and support. And we'll see you all next week. Back to talk about the national championship, man. We'll holler at you all next week. Y'all have a good one. Happy New Year's. Yeah, I'll be easy.